0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Powering your property on Money FM 89.3.
1: This is prime time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly, and now it's time for Powering Your Property, where we bring you the latest in property sector news and updates. So on Friday, Finance Minister Lawrence Wong delivered the budget 2022 statement in Parliament. And while this budget aims to allay some of the fears Singaporeans have towards issues like cost of living, there are some parts that may or directly impact existing and would be homeowners. Property taxes property tax rates for both owner-occupied and non-occupied residential properties will go up in two steps starting from 2023 the property taxes come in the wake of a fresh round of cooling measures at the end of last year which included a higher additional buyer stamp duty rates to give us his thoughts on the latest from budget we're joined on the line now by ismail gafoor ceo of propnex ismail welcome back to Primetime. good to have you with us
0: Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Yes, I'm doing good.
1: Good. Good to hear. And how good are you doing following Budget 2022? A lot of speculation before we got into the speech from Finance Minister Lawrence Wong about a wealth tax and a capital gains tax. And then we saw when the budget announcement rolled out, additional taxes, property tax as well is going to change. What are your thoughts?
0: No, I mean, honestly, I'm really relieved, Rachel, or to say the least, because a lot of us were really speculating that mm. Mike could be a, a much more a harsher form of a wealth tax. I mean, what would not be so good here is if they have introduced any form of a capital gain tax, a further increase, the ABSD or seller stamp duty, and that would really erode the confidence of investors. And I must say that I was really very happy the fact that we had it just the property tax part, and that's perfectly, even in in, in fact, it is progressive. So all the merrier, I thought.
1: What impact do you think this is going to have on homeowners and then from there on the property
0: market here in Singapore? Not going to be huge. I my honest opinion, likely to be very very little impact mm. on majority of the homeowners and also the fact that the increase is phased in in two steps, uh, one in year 2023 and thereafter in 2024. Homeowners will have time to actually adjust to the changes. Uh, that the tax rates are progressive and will affect homes, especially those are of higher value. Mm-hmm. So, on that basis, I think for owner-occupier homes, the increase of property tax is going to be very, very marginal. So, it is not going to be m- negative in any way.
1: You mentioned owner-occupier homes there. For non-owner-occupied residential properties, though, which includes investment properties, there are going to be hikes across the board from ten to twenty percent presently to 11 to 27% from the 1st of January 2023 and 12 to 36% from the 1st of January 2024 what impact do you think this might have on the rental market here is that are those costs going to be carried out and followed through or flowed through to renters here in singapore
0: yeah i think that could be a possibility rachel that some handful of landlords might just start to raise the rentals to defray Mm -hmm. the increase in the property tax. But I think we have to look at it from the supply side and demand as well. The fact that more new homes are expected to be completed this year and next year, I don't think landlords can easily increase the prices of the rent and the risk here is they might not get a tenant. But on the other hand, there are some more well sought after properties that are limited, especially those that are closer to workforce area may well see rental going up because the increase in property tax means the rental yield on investors or property owners will be eroded. Do you think this could cause a shuffle
1: in terms of demand to some of the rental regions or popular regions when it comes to rents within Singapore? I mean, working from home has become the new norm as well. So as a result of that and potentially increased rental rates in more central areas, do you think we could see a bit of a movement when it comes to the more popular areas for rentals?
0: I think so. I pos- uh, positively think so, because even last year, the rental market has been strong. And especially if I look at it in areas like closer to towns or even in every areas, the rest of the core central regions. And now work from home seems to be a greater norm. And therefore, the rental market is expected to continue to be strong this year. And I w- definitely would not be surprised, Rachel, that landlords are starting to ask slightly higher than the last year's rates.
1: We're speaking with Ismail Gafour, CEO of Propnex. Ismail, what does all of this mean for your property outlook for the year? When it comes to property prices for the different property sectors, from condos to landed, what are you looking at?
0: I mean, when you look at it, last year the property prices did went up by a well. And obviously that double-digit growth didn't go well because it is not really sustainable and that's why we witnessed a cooling measures being introduced on 15 December last year. But as far as this round of the budget increase of the property tax, I don't think it is going to affect the property market simply because people are looking at property as in a long-term mm-hmm. investment ratio. And as far as looking at the property prices for this year, I think we are still expecting on the cards a positive growth of 3 to 5% in, instead of a double-digit as we experienced last year. So things are going to be much moderated but more sustainable in the long term.
1: Okay, so you think this move might have perhaps moderated the increase that we're going to see in property prices this year?
0: Yeah, that's beyond doubt because a couple of reasons, other than the earlier round of the cooling measures and now we are talking about an increase in the property tax, people are going to be more measured. Because what I look at it, if I just give an example, Rachel, between a difference between an owner-occupied and non-owner-occupied, for example, even a property annual value was about 48000 currently they are paying the property tax of thousand six. But next year they will be expected to pay about twenty-one percent more, mm. which is about thousand nine hundred and forty. And eventually, by two zero two four, it goes by two thousand two hundred eighty, which is about forty percent more. These are very much acceptable because we are not talking about huge. From thousand six to two thousand two, it's about six hundred dollars, and we are talking about a forty-eight thousand annual value. It's a landed property, a semi-detached or a property that is worth about five million. Yeah. So it's not really bad. But the people who will feel the pinch will be the higher large properties or landed properties that the annual value is seventy thousand and above or hundred thousand. They may be expected to pay anything between 3,000 to even as much as 15,000 more in the property tax.
1: And I'm just curious, Ismail, do you think then that this might mean that we could see investors turning to commercial properties instead when it comes to investment?
0: Yes, you're right, Rachel. Some of them may well consider because as far as the commercial properties are concerned, we know the property tax are flat at 10%, so that's definitely a huge advantage. But one must say, the risk that comes with commercial properties are very different, mm. because very much one will be all determined by the human traffic, and suddenly there's another major mall or a development, suddenly your rent can really goes down. Therefore, you need to have that knowledge and it is in a different level of investment. I don't think everybody will start to move to commercial, but some semi-investors may well look at commercial, but the residential market is here for the long-term play.
1: Looking at, and just you know speaking of the residential market, we did see the market impacted by um, a slowdown in developments on the back of the COVID-19 pandemic and we're also seeing changes to the foreign worker policy framework um, announced and mentioned in the budget speech as well. Do you think that's going to have any kind of impact on the real estate sector?
0: I don't think there will be a direct correlation in terms of the the recent increase in either the S pass or the E pass. But we will be a bit concerned for sure if the quota being reduced mm. from let's say from one point seven to the ratio of ceiling reduction in the dependency ratio ceiling, which was meant to be from one point seven to one point five, does that mean we will have got a lesser inflow of foreign talent, which may eventually relate to are we going to have lesser number of tenants for the houses that we have so this may not be immediate but it may be in the long term but overall i don't think it will be hugely be impacted because as far as singapore we are concerned we are talking about skills of foreign professionals in areas of other skills tech cyber security digitalization and many mnc's are setting up the headquarters so generally look positive Nothing to be too concerned about. And I'm really thankful that this budget was very measured, calibrated, mm. not in a huge hurdle that knock off any of the possible uh, potentials that we expected to grow in the real estate market.
1: Is there anything else that you would have perhaps liked to have seen from this year's budget statement?
0: No, I think I'm really thankful that uh, things were not too drastic. Uh, these are very progressive I'm just quite happy with it and I just hope so that all we are all looking forward is recovery from the COVID, the business and the economy and Mm. so that we will have a stable economic growth for this year.
1: Okay, Ismail, always great to have you with us. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your thoughts, analysis and insights on the budget statement. Thank you. We've been speaking with Ismail Gafour, CEO of Probnex. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.